Are you tired of hearing about brine yet? Then sell it out, and I promise we'll stop talking about it. No, really, we will. Head to the stupid store at radradio.com. Well, if you're watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, you have seen that uh, Shelby Elias from Yay! Finance with Shelby is in the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How you doing, Shelby? Good morning. Thanks for coming in. We always love having you here, as yes. always. Um, we got a ton of stuff to talk about. Uh, some new uh, new offers that uh, that's bank statement loans and HELOCs and everything. But before we get into that, uh, I, I, have you actually gotten your pilot's license? You you have uh, a pilot's license, right? No, but I, I've been training to okay. get my pilot's license. And life's just been so hectic that I've had no time to go flying. Because you have to have, like, how many hours is it? I feel like it's a million. I mean, honestly, <laughs> it is so low that oh, it, it is? is scary. Oh, really? damn. Okay. It is 40 hours. Oh, that doesn't seem like much at all. That's one low. work week. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. to fly my, like, no way. There's no way I'm getting my license after 40 oh. hours. Maybe, like, 400. Yeah, like, I was thinking, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Yeah, because my husband's always wanted to learn to fly as well, and um, I don't know why I thought you know sometimes us wives half listen. Yeah, so forty, I might have heard four hundred. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's forty hours. It's shocking. Well, see, Gary tells you your husband tells you it's four hundred just so he can be out of the house yeah, exactly. and be uh, training for training. his pilot's yeah. license. Uh, well, that's very cool. Thank you, uh, thank you for coming in, Shelby. Yeah. Uh, I, I wanted to start off with a with a caller that we have on the line. If you have any questions for Shelby, you can write us at rad at radradio or you can eat, uh, call. Oh, man. I just got to get through this. I'll, I'll do it. 888 989 Hello. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, guys. Good morning. What's up? Good morning. Hey, I have a question for Shelby. Um, I went in on a house with my mother about four years ago, and um, we want to see what our options are as far as getting rid of the old bag. I mean, buying her out or uh, what route we could take, you know, doing a HELOC or HELON or what you would recommend? Yeah. Um, how much do you currently owe on the property with her, or how much? How much do you owe her? Um, well, we we split everything down the middle, so you know we're like we don't know. We're thinking it's about seventy five would be her half. Okay. So if you have at least you know you on a if this is your primary residence, you can go up to ninety percent of the value on a home equity line of credit. I would recommend a home equity line more than a he loan because right now interest rates are high and with the home equity line of credit, you can borrow from it at, at where rates are higher now. But when rates fall, then the rate will come down. Mm-hmm. On, the, on the actual loan, if you do a second mortgage or a he loan, that rate won't come down automatically. You'll have to refinance and pay that off. And you can't just refinance just the the second mortgage. So you don't want to be put in a spot to where you have a really great rate on the first mortgage, you get a second mortgage, and then now the only way to refinance the second mortgage is to pay off the first mortgage, you know, to pay it off. So you want to actually do the home equity line of credit, pay her off, and then um, when interest rates come down, that rate will automatically start to adjust downward. I hope he was just sucking at making a joke when he was like, buy out the old hag. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, wow, I know. I was like, that yeah. a low blow. Like, Did I hear that right? <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, maybe he doesn't tell jokes right. And he meant it funny lovingly. Right. Let's hope. Um, so there's actually a new program involving a HELOC loan. We'll get to that in a second. But Shelby, tell us about what the bank statement loan is. Yeah, bank statement loans are, are awesome. I'm seeing a ton of them right now. 
It's a great option for people that are self-employed. So it works with self-employed borrowers who write off all of their income. And they're thinking, shoot, I won't be able to qualify for a traditional loan. But you can. We will take 12 months of your bank statements and we add up all of the deposits and we utilize that as your income. We don't look at your tax returns. We don't care about anything other than analyzing those bank statements. And the beauty is you can use multiple businesses. So it's like, oh, I have Airbnb property and that's a business bank statement. I have real estate income. I have uh, my mortgage income. I can utilize all of my business bank statements to help me qualify income wise. They use that as my income. And then with that program, you have really cool options. Like I just did one on an investment property for myself. Um, I'm mostly worried about cash flow. So it's an investment. I want cash flow coming back. So I put it on a 40 year loan four zero, and I only pay interest only. Wow. That's kind of cool. So it it makes my payment way more affordable because I financed it over 10 more years and I'm only paying the interest. So it, it makes my cash flow much better. And so those are awesome loans. So do you have to refinance and pay another payment with that mortgage as well? Or do you just continue paying interest? How do you pay off the property within 40 years with its only interest payments? So at, at some point it flips to a fully amortized payment. So it's only interest only for the first 10 years. And then it flips to the 30 year you know, loan. Nice. But, cool. okay. but really, you know, for yeah. me, I, I'm, I know that I'm going to refinance within that, that period. Yeah. So right now I want more cash flow and that, that's what I'm focused on is cash flow. God, right? And that just sounds so much like, um, when you hear everything you need, if you're someone that's self-employed to hear bank statements just sounds so much easier than like, oh, and we also need to do, to do, to do of your taxes, right? Yeah. Like all these years. And yeah, that's nice. And, and what a lot of people do is they file those tax returns higher than they normally would because they know they need to qualify for a mortgage. And, you know, right now the interest rates are pretty darn good on those, those products. They're not far off from where the regular loans are. So it's an awesome product for anybody that's self-employed. You can use it on a purchase. You can do it on a refi, cash out refi. You can utilize uh, the bank statement loan if you're self-employed. Wow. So what are the requirements for a bank statement loan? Well, you got to have 12 months of business bank statements to qualify. Credit score goes all the way down to like 600. Wow. So you don't have to have the best you know, credit. And it, it works on a purchase or a um, or a refinance. So you can do a cash out refinance or you can use it on a purchase loan. Um, the debt to income ratio is at 50%. So they're going to take your, your uh, business bank statements, add up all the deposits, take all of your monthly liabilities, including your housing payment. And if it's equal to 50%, then you qualify. Jeez, it, It's amazing. actually a really easy loan. Yeah, my awesome. Lord. Yeah. Uh, we're talking to <laughs> Shelby Elias from financewithshelby.com. We got this email to rad at radio.com from Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Do I need to do a refinance on my house in order to get rid of the PMI? It, it depends on what kind of loan that you're in. If you're in a conventional loan, then you just need to prove that you have 20% equity. So you can call into your current lender and say, hey, do uh, do you have an escrow department that you could point me to that uh, handles removing my PMI? They'll order an appraisal on your property. You'll have to pay for it. If it comes back showing that you have 20% equity, then they'll remove your mortgage insurance. So what's it, a PMI? 
it's private mortgage insurance, so you have to have PMI if you put less than 20% down on your purchase. Gotcha. And on an FHA loan, you have to refinance to get it off, which gotcha. that kind of stinks. Oh, we got this email from uh, No Name. Hey, No Name. Uh, my question for Shelby is, we bought out our house two years ago. Last year, our payment went up because of property taxes, from what I was told, which I wasn't expecting. Basically, from 2300 to 2500 doesn't sound like a lot, but in the end, it's hurting for sure. Fast forward to now, and the struggle is very real. We are drowning. Now just uh, the everyday things are really putting a strain on us, so I'm not saying it's just the payment. I'm just wondering if you have any advice on what we can do to help us from drowning. Losing our house is my biggest fear. Aww. Yeah. Man, uh, that, you know, I anybody that, that is in that position, the number one thing that I could tell you is you don't want to wait until you're drowning. You have to to face your fears and contact somebody like me right up front because we're we're – where I can help you and I can't help you, it's only a couple months away. Mm -hmm. So if you wait until you're like, shoot, I just missed a payment. Oh my gosh, can you help me? No, I could have helped you 30 days ago. Mm -hmm. But because you yeah. just missed this payment, now you're in, you're in a way worse spot. Mm -hmm. So what I would recommend is if you're in that situation, what you want to do is you want to start to shuffle things around. You need to understand what, it, what will hit your credit and what won't hit your credit. Okay, A water bill right? Your electric bill. Those are not going to affect your credit score. Right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. if something has to get paid, then pay the things that are going to affect your credit. Mm. Again, your credit will not get affected until an item is 30 days late. So what you need to do is you start to shuffle things around. Don't just pay everything on the first. If you don't pay it, then, oh, well, no. Say, all right, I'm going to pay this one on the fifth. I'm going to pay this one on the seventh. I'm not going to pay the water bill. I'm not going to pay the electric bill. I'm going to pay this one on the 29th. I'm going to pay that one on this. You have to be very strategic in those moments to pay what you, you need to. And then if you can get on some sort of a payment plan with the things that do not affect your credit, number one thing, make sure that you make the mortgage. Um, and yeah, that's, that's what I would recommend. But reach out to me before and then we can talk about some options and, and massage things. When she was talking about like the um, uh, the payment going up because of the um, the in, uh, oh property God. tax. Property yeah. tax. Thank you. Um, I, I remember like a million years ago when I fought, like bought my first place. There's like a lot of things that we learn that sadly not everyone tells you about. And I feel like mm -hmm. like if you didn't have the right person representing you or yeah. anything like that. But it's like it is more than just like. That mortgage, it is those things you mentioned. I know you're giving that for a specific advice for a specific reason, but it's like, okay, yeah, what is the power bill at this place? What is yeah. the water bill at this place? Mm -hmm. What, you know, what, what is the, you know, am I, oh, wow, there's not enough in escrow for the, the property taxes. So now this payment's going up. Like these things are real and they happen. And I think yeah. when we're first buying, we think this is our payment always yeah right because maybe you, you you get that locked rate and it's 30 years you know it's your 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 normal conventional and it's like oh wow this other stuff that happens that affects it because your value goes up or yeah uh, I'm, I'm not obviously not um educated on it like you are but it's a real thing where you're like oh not enough uh, for the property taxes and the escrow and now you got to pay the difference and yeah. sometimes they'll give you the option right pay it now or you could have, have it, it applied monthly yeah so is that something yeah. that you and your team help uh 
project and put together all those tertiary charges that might come in play. It's like all that information available, like like the heating costs and all of that kind of stuff that goes on the outside of the loan. Yeah, we do. And we actually, I have a home energy assessment that we created. Um, it's a report that, that we run as an, basically like an inspection when you're buying. So if you were to buy a home, I can do the home energy assessment on that home and show you exactly how much that that bill is going to be. And if there's any opportunities for you to ask the seller to cover some of the things that'll bring your electric bill down, because that is your largest expense. So we can say, okay, we're going to add blown in insulation. It's going to save you this much radiant heat barrier. Um, we're going to add any of these energy efficient items. I can show you what the tax credit is to get those items done, how much is gonna save you on your utility bill. And so that's one of the things that we do do. But going off the property taxes, I think that's a great point. There's something that nobody talks about and it's called a supplemental tax bill. Mm -hmm. Kyle's gonna have one of those. Yeah. I, got, I got it yeah. in the mail. Oh, yeah. It's the worst. <laughs> it is. And people think like, wait, hold on, what the heck is this? I thought my, my property taxes are included in my payment. Mm -hmm. It's a one-time bill. And it stinks because the real estate agent and loan officer, we, we can't calculate it. It comes from the county assessor office. Yeah. <laughs> but you do want to be made aware of that yeah. because when it comes, it sucks. And that could have been what kind of put her over the top because if you can't pay that, that supplemental tax bill, now they roll it in. Now your monthly payment goes up. Yep. And, you know, it, there, there is a lot of things. And you, you do need to go over all of those options and say, okay, what – what is the smartest financial decisions that I can be making right now? Yeah. So I, I'm not sure if this is the supplemental tax bill that came in the mail, but it, it, it has me paying two different ones, one in November, one in February. Is that just regular property taxes in general, or is that the supplemental one that's broken into two payments? It might be the supplemental. Usually the supplemental is just one, but it will say supplemental, and that's, the, that's just a one-time charge okay but your normal tax bill you're still going to get a tax bill even if you have impound accounts so just read it if it says it's just a tax bill then you don't need to pay it it's like yeah okay okay well the, no the, the, there is a, is a tax bill it's got two payments on it mm -hmm. just that I, I also got another one saying that i will be receiving a supplemental tax form but said this is not a bill yeah but mm -hmm. then it said it, it had the calculated amount it would be taxed on and it didn't look terrible so it <laughs> i was a little help i was a little grateful that it wasn't gonna be too expensive <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're talking to shelby elias from financewithshelby.com uh why don't you tell us about this new heloc loan program uh it sounds really exciting so the the HELOC, I've talked about it several times, you know, here. Um, but the number one thing that that I always want to make sure is that somebody can actually afford the payment that we're putting them into, and that you're not leveraging too much. So, with this home equity line of credit, what I what I always want to make sure that everybody's doing right now is they're in a position to where if they need those funds then they can use them and they have access to them. Because like I said, like that, the one lady that wrote in, she's in a spot to where if she already had that set up, she wouldn't be in that spot. Mm. She would understand that, oh my gosh, okay, I need, I need some additional funds. Where could I go? Well, most homeowners have equity and they don't know how to get it or use it. But what, what this allows you to do is you take a home equity line of credit out that allows you to access the equity that's in your home if you don't use it, then you don't even pay. There's no payment due. But if you start to use it, then at that point, you'll have a payment. And it's, it's kind of shocking to see because when you're not paying 
you know, uh, your prince, you're not paying principal, you're not paying your property taxes, your home insurance, your mortgage insurance. <laughs> the payment is actually, you know, a lot cheaper. So yeah. <laughs> let me just show you if you were to do a 20 year amortization on a HELOC, even at a 10% interest rate, and you pulled $40,000 out, right? Your monthly payment on that 40 grand is $333. Wow. And that's on a 20-year amortization. Yeah, you wow. could go with the 30-year amortization too. That'll bring it down even more. So anybody that's floating a credit card with $40,000 on it, Oof. they're paying probably 1,400 a month. Right, right. Oh god. And this is only 333. Wow. So I mean literally you could save yourself $1,000 a month, unbury yourself from the hole. What you don't want to do take out a home equity line of credit and start just and keep living the way that you're living. Like, <laughs> yeah. no, you need to still buckle down. Do it to fund make, your life. Yeah, right. make smarter yeah, like decisions. The, you know, we yeah. all have highs and lows in, in life. Times get hard and you buckle down. Yeah. You don't just act like nothing's happening. Yes. So, you know, I'm, I'm in the same boat, you know. It's like I had to go through all of my expenses and be like, okay, what can we be doing? What can't we be doing? What is a waste of money? What can I cut? And, you know, right now is that time to kind of brace yourself and see where things, you know, go. Yep. And I feel I feel like I've heard some people not want to take out equity because they think they shouldn't because they need that for when they sell the house. Mm -hmm. Right. And there's like this this fear with that. Is that like a, a real fear or is it kind of like, well, when are you expecting to sell it yeah. type of thing you would say to them instead? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it is a real fear. I mean, if I mean, this this is something that could potentially happen. And this is why you really need to make sure that you have somebody in your corner, because say you put five percent down on on a home and you took a interest rate that's a lot higher than you're comfortable with. And the payments a lot higher. And you said, you know what? But that's OK. I'll be able to refinance. Right. Rates rates will come down. I can refinance. Yeah. What happens if the market goes down five percent? You have no equity. Can't refinance. Yeah. Oh, yep. so yep. if you have to really make sure that you can afford that house and, and that that's the difference. It's like, you know, I talk a lot about like, oh, well, my realtor wanted me to go with this loan officer, so I don't want to make it awkward. What are you talking about? <laughs> that is like literally the dumbest financial decision of all time. Yes. If there's somebody that you resonate with and that's, that's what you have to go be like, you know what? I, I appreciate it, but. This is who I trust. This is my biggest financial decision. Yes. I need to be able to ask open questions and say, hey, do you think this is smart? What should I do? How should I structure this? You've done it a hundred million times. What do you think? Yeah. Those are the questions that I get, and that's how I can guide people. And, you know, truthfully, it's I'm not I'm not here for short term gain, you know? Yeah. I, I want to make sure that my people win. Yeah. And that's how I win, is they come back to me over and over and they're like, hey. This guy helped me make a smart decision, and that's how I was able to get through this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like it's the worst time to try and people please. Oh, well, it's who my realtor wants me to go in. I just oh, want to make it all happy and good. Oh, my God, no. As yeah. you said, like, this is one of the biggest financial decisions you will make. Yeah. You can't people please through it and just to make them your realtor feel good to yeah. go with their lender. And shout out to Joe, your loan officer, man, because he's one of those people who works for you that you can go to with those kind of questions, and he'll be 100% honest with you and tell you the right decision to go through, dude. He saved my butt a bunch of times Aww. through the process of buying the first home. I love yeah. that. And he, honestly, it comes down to just hiring good people. You know, Joe is a good guy. Like, he has the best morals. He's an Aww. awesome human being. 
And, you know, I was just talking to him in the parking lot. He's one of my favorite people in the oh. world. I feel like you're getting choked up. I, so I really am. I'm, like, yeah. actually about to cry. Oh. But I, I literally love that guy. Yeah. And he's just, he's a good human. And he really cares about people. And, you know, that's, that's, that's what it's all want. about. That, you're yeah. dealing with your that, hard-earned that's money. That's what you want. Yes. You don't want somebody who's trying to just make a buck or I need to get this deal to go through. Yep. Joe would never do that. You oh. know, he's, he's an awesome guy. He's always going to give you great advice. And he's doing it. He has multiple investment properties. He's doing it too. And I have a problem with people that are out there coaching other people that they haven't even done it. Yeah. Like how how can you give somebody advice if you haven't even done it? It's like going to a hairstylist and their hair's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> or a trainer exactly who's like right. 500 pounds. Oh right? my gosh. <laughs> we got this email uh, for Shelby from No Name says, my husband and I have started the process of a divorce, and he wants me to buy him out of the house. We currently have a 2.6% interest rate, and I can afford the payment on my own as it currently is. Do I have to refinance at a higher rate to get him off the loan and pay him out, or is there a better way? If we sold the house and split proceeds 50-50, I wouldn't be able to afford a new mortgage payment at a much higher rate. What do you suggest? Yes, so you can remove somebody from title but you can't remove them from the loan without refinancing. So what you can do is you remove him from title. At that point, he's still gonna be on the loan, okay? So now he's gonna have a waiting period, but if you can show that you've been making that payment for an extended period of time, like at least over a year, then that debt will no longer hurt him and he can go buy a different place. Now, anytime in the future, if, if you miss that payment, he's still on the loan. So it's going to still affect him. But that's the only way that you can keep that interest rate if he's already on the loan. You could always remove somebody from title. Uh, we, uh, sorry, we're talking to <laughs> Shelby Elias from financewithshelby.com. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Good morning, Patty. Good morning, Dad. Good morning. Um, Shelby, I have a home equity question. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, my husband and I own our home. We live in Nevada. And I would like to maybe do some home improvements on the inside. So is, is now a, a good time to maybe apply for a home equity line of credit? Yeah, and you have a first mortgage on your home, correct? No, we do not. We own it outright. Okay, so that that's a great... I'm glad that, that we saw that. So yeah, that's nice. So <laughs> if, if you have... If you don't have a first mortgage, it's cheaper for you to do a first mortgage as a cash out refi than a home equity line of credit. Now, you really only want to do the first mortgage if this is going to be like long-term debt. If this is going to be short-term debt, then yes, do the home equity line of credit. But the if you do a cash out refinance, you're going to have a lower interest rate than the home equity line of credit. And since you don't have a first mortgage, you can just do that as a first mortgage. You have the, the unique ability to do a first mortgage. Um, and most people are doing the home equity line because they already have a first mortgage and they don't want to touch the rate. But in your case, you do have the ability. So what I mean by long-term debt is if you're going to borrow maybe 30 grand and you're going to eventually be able to pay that off here in the next one, two, three years, then do the home equity line because you're going to end up paying less and then you can have access to that cash again if you need it in the future. 
Thank you for calling, Patty. Oh, I love that. Yeah. What a great position for her to be in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what are the current market conditions like right now? Uh, I know home homes are high, higher priced than normal. Yeah. Um, so what, what are, what's it like out there? You really want to know. Interest <laughs> rates are through the roof. Oh, here we go. Oh, boy. All right. Here's the, the brutal, honest truth. So interest rates are high, right? Um, they're up there. It's like seven and a half. It, you hear reports, oh, the 8%. Um, you could get as high as 8%. It all depends on how you qualify. Damn. So interest rates are high. The, the good news is the feds have paused the rate hikes. Okay, so what happens on the other side of that is that they'll actually start to cut rates. Okay, so we don't know exactly when that's going to happen. What we do know is that there is a couple million people that are sitting on the sidelines waiting to see what happens. Home affordability is at an all-time low right now. You know, so again, you don't want to stretch yourself and hope and pray that rates come down and 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 you're going to keep yourself stretched right now is not the time to stretch. Right. Right. But there are people that are like, you know what? I need to move. I want to move. I can afford the payment if you can afford it. And three, four or five hundred bucks a month is not going to make or break you and you're in a good spot. Then it might pay off to be able to negotiate yourself a better deal right now on the house that you want because you can be more selective right now. Um, and then if interest rates do fall and the market heats up, you're in a great spot. But, you know, there's just a lot of uncertainty going on right now. So you do want to make sure that you're making smart financial decision and that you're putting yourself in a good spot. You don't want to make a risky move right now. That's for darn sure. Mm. Um, but, you know, what, what our hopes are is that, you know, over the next couple months, um, inflation will cool off and, you know, I, I know that right now people are feeling it, so it <laughs> yeah. should cool off. Hopefully there's a reaction within the market. Um, who knows what's going to happen with, uh, this, this war that's going on that could also bring interest rates down. Um, but yeah, the, the, the thing about the market right now is it's still holding strong, which everybody's like, oh my gosh, it's going to collapse. <laughs> it, it can't collapse because People have a lot of equity in their homes and they have really low interest rates and great payments. Yeah. They're not going to let go of their house and go and pay the same amount for rent. It, what's what's different about now that was this different way back in 2008 when the market collapsed, everybody had high rates. They had humongous mortgages. They had bad loans and they had really high interest rates and they couldn't make those payments. And right now, it's the opposite. People have a lot of equity. They have low payments. And, you know, we might see some people go through some hard times because if you bought a home in the last, you know, two years, you have a high payment and you have, uh, you know, higher rates. So you will hear some chatter, but I think we're still in a good spot. So is there anything on the, the Dream for All program coming back yet? I heard fall of this year. Any rumors or anything going on? with Yeah, that? it should be in March. Oh, okay. Um, Spring. Yeah. So in March, that, that loan should come back. There is some different uh, qualifications that they're working through right now. They're trying to make it more affordable for the people that actually need it. Um, before, it was like anyone can, can apply. It didn't matter what your income was. Now they're going to put in an income limit. Um, oh. So it really helps the people that, that need it. Uh, there are also some talk about if you're a first-generation homebuyer, 
Um, then that, you know, I don't know how they're going to prove that. Right. You know, but, That's exciting. You know, if you're the first yeah, one in the family. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. So, so, I know yeah. how would they prove that. I mean, yeah. like I am. Like, I don't know. But when, I heard that. When you were talking about, I'm sorry, were you <clears throat> yeah. done with that? Um, when you were talking about people just kind of like sitting on their houses, because there's a, there's a lot of equity, yes, and maybe they would like to sell it, but their interest rates are so low. I, we have a couple of friends that would have thought it was their plan to have already leave you know california yeah and i mean my god the equity is amazing yeah and um they're not sure how long it would even take to sell the house because interest rates are so high yeah but whatever they're like even if it's sold in a day where they're going it's still the same problem yeah. of the high interest rates yep. and they just don't want that right they yeah. want that money to stretch they want that money to do what they had hoped it would do. Yeah. They go to another state and they're almost paying for a house, right? Yeah. With that equity or paying half or whatever. So I'm just curious how many people are, I mean, not that I'm expecting you to have that number. It just makes me think, God, how many people are doing that, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, man, I'd love to sell this and get all this money, but uh, then where do I go? Yeah. <laughs> I, and what am I paying then? So I, I'm kind of in a <laughs> similar situation with, with something like that. So there's, there's a lot of ways to be creative with your financing. And, um, you know, something that I recently did when I purchased my home in Arizona, what I did was I went to the seller and um, I negotiated what's called subject to or a wrap. So when I purchased that home, what I did was I took over their interest rate. Wow. So I got a four oh. percent on an interest only loan. So you know all this stuff. I, I know it, it, <laughs> this great stuff. I, I, it literally yeah. saved me like four grand Dude, a month what? by negotiating that. Wow. <clears throat> now my house in Loomis, right? My house in Loomis is for sale. Yeah. I didn't advertise this before, but now I'm going to start advertising this. And I can give somebody a 3.3 interest rate. In Jeez. this time? Yep, in Man. this time. Wow. So, and, and I can do a seller carry back on that. So Love I can that. give somebody the most amazing loan of all time. Yes. Um, you know, for my house. So the, those types of things happen. So if people are in the market and they're like, hey, that sounds like, you know, something that that I would love to do. And that that's the strategy behind it all, you know, and that's something that we did back in the day. Interest rates were really high and that's how we would negotiate deals. So you got, you guys would be able to help someone do what you just did in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. They they come to me. Yeah. yeah, Because again, I own a real estate company and a mortgage company. And you know, so that's, that's how I'm able to coach my clients is, Hey, there, here's where the opportunity is. God, see, I think that that is such a huge part of all this is the things we don't know, mm-hmm. right? There's just maybe a short list of what we think is all that's available to us. And so we think we're stuck and there's no other way. And then there's folks like you that like have a bag of tricks like Santa Claus, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then it's all real good stuff. Yeah. 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 That it, we wouldn't even know about unless you're, you know, in that world or you, you know, get to talk to someone I, like I had you. somebody that was interested in my, in my property and I told him, I'm like, look, how can I make this, you know, great for you? I was like, I have a 1967 Bronco. Whoa, I'll give you that. Nice. I'm like, I have a tractor. I got a really awesome boat. Like, yeah. I'm down to throwing my boat. <laughs> like, what? Like, y- you. That's the coolest part about real estate is that yeah. you could do whatever. Yeah. Like, I could give somebody a seller credit back. Like one of the guys I was negotiating with, um, he's like, look, I really want to buy your property. I can't qualify on my on my taxes, but. Um, you know, I can only I can only put down ten percent. The minimum down is twenty. Mm. I'm like, look, I'll carry back the other ten percent. If you can afford Whoa. the monthly payment, 
I'll be the lender. That's amazing. And I'll carry that back for you. And I'll only charge you interest only. Oh, my so, gosh. Wow. It's, uh, you could be creative <laughs> yes. on any deal. That's how it works. I love so that. If, if you want to reach into Shelby's bag of tricks, you can contact him through financewithshelby.com. Uh, and you can also follow Shelby on Instagram at Shelby Elias. His last name is E L I A S. He's always putting up great uh, financial tips and keeping you in the loop and all these great deals that are happening right now. Shelby, do we miss anything before we let you go? Um, well, let's see. I have my places in Tahoe. I have two houses that I'm getting done um, in South Lake Tahoe. They're going to be vacation rentals. Nice. You can walk to the beach. You could walk to the ski resort. You walk to the casinos. There's two right next to each other, five-bedroom cabins. I also have emeraldbayvillage.com. Oh, pretty over Great there. for bachelor parties, bachelorette parties, family reunions. There's nine individual cabins on a one-acre lot. It's like a little village. Great location (laughs) in South Lake Tahoe. Again, you can DM me if you want to save any money, you know, on any of the fees. Just let let them know that... uh, that you're a maggot, and that will save you some money. It always does. Hey, Shelby, I'm a maggot. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't tell you how many how many of those DMs and, and emails I get. That's outstanding. You know, and I'd but rather say, just because it's so good, the things that you're offering, I want to change what I said. It's a bag of blessings. Yes, mm. there you That's go. That's what you no. would feel like. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's perfect. Yeah. Uh, contact Shelby Elias at financewithshelby.com and follow him on Instagram. At Shelby Elias. Thank you so much, Shelby, for dropping by. Uh, let's play the pressure cooker right now. It's brought to you by Matthews Mattress. It's family owned and operated in the Sacramento area for over 30 years. There's 11 locations, um, and there are two T's in Matthews and two T's in, Ma- T's in Mattress. Blah, 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 blah. They're online <laughs> at MatthewsMattress.com. We've got a pair of tickets to see Bill Burr this Saturday night at the Reno Event Center. And the pressure cooker is our daily trivia game that we play every single day, although we don't get a winner every single day. We sure don't. It's trivia. You either know it, you don't. You don't. Five right in 30 seconds, and none of that matters matters unless you're caller 18 right now. You can do it. 888-989-9011 for the pressure cooker. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. Anybody. And Dawn Show.